I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, a podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions. With me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm a comedian, allegedly. I haven't done comedy in over two weeks. And I'm a fucking idiot, and that's why we're here. Uh, I'm putting this out a little extra early. I usually do them on Mondays, but this interview seemed a little more pertinent as it uh, involves helping uh, the COVID-19 first responder and those affected community in Los Angeles. Um, it's a Los Angeles based charity, but, uh, not charity, nonprofit, same thing. Uh, but I wanted to get the word out just in case. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes. It helps, helps other people find the podcast. So we get answers to our questions and thank you to everyone who has subscribed, reviewed. I got a new review recently. I would love some more reviews. So if you haven't done that, open the podcast app on your iPhone and search for ignorance is hashtag blessed scroll down to where it says write a review click that hopefully you give me five stars but also just leave a review and shout out to my best idiots forever from patreon gene and kathy and my brand new patron gary welcome gary yay uh we've got bonus content cool uh stuff postcards other things on um patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed all one word no hashtags if you want to join you want to help support me and support the podcast that would be lovely i'm bringing back google hangs this month for the 25 dollar and up club and i'm gonna be reading harry potter to you guys so because uh, i'm going through it for my next podcast so guess what it's a bedtime story for adults so we can all stop pretending that that's not something we want because we're all giant children and we have a lot of time on our hands now so thank you to everyone who subscribes there genuinely it helps i'm rushing through this just to get it out but um join the facebook group if you have it uh ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots you can post questions you can suggest other guests or questions for guests uh there's a lot of funny memes in there we start conversations about stuff good discussion safe space for unsafe questions and uh you can talk to people you disagree with without it resorting to name calling and people just being like you're fucking stupid so that's fun and i've been staying semi-productive pretty productive i've been alarmingly productive thanks to neurogum who i raved about because i tried them and loved them and then they reached out to me and gave me a discount code for you guys so they are not the sponsor of this podcast purely through uh loving my enthusiasm so if you want to try it it is caffeinated gum that's got l-theanine b vitamins so you get energy but it's focused energy uh it's like adderall without the cracky feeling and you get nice minty or cinnamon breath so go to getneuro.com and type in jms and you'll get 15 percent off and if you do that let me know and i would love to hear about your experience with it i really love it so much and i'm genuinely uh curious how the people who are purchasing it are enjoying it um not really any shows coming up i still have one technically on the calendar for may 9th anchorage alaska we'll see if that uh, sustains it'll be obviously refundable if not but you get tickets on my website until then if you're in anchorage you're all i have left dear god and uh today 
This episode's guest is Adam Ryder. He uh, he started Flatten the Curve. It's a pending nonprofit, and they get items, uh, medical items, gloves, sanitizer, et cetera, et cetera, to uh, the first responders and uh, around Los Angeles. And they are delivering items for people who are sick with COVID. And we learn all about how he does that and what inspired it and uh, how to get involved if you're in Los Angeles and how you can donate to help and ideas to get the ball rolling for something like this in your community. So no further ado, Adam Ryder. Hey, idiots. I am here with Adam Ryder. Uh, I guess, what do we call you, the creator of this new Flatten the Curve nonprofit? Um, I'd say founder. Um, Founder's probably a chairman, whatever you want to call me. More business inappropriate. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, Amazing. Okay. So for those listening, uh, Flatten the Curve, you basically started, this is only in Los Angeles, and you're getting medical grade equipment like masks, gloves, disinfectants to uh first responders like uh ambulance fire department etc yeah that's correct uh, so we're yeah we're doing that we're getting uh you know we're, we're attempting to get in mass we've got a little bit in but those have been very very hard right now um but we're kind of focusing on whatever we can get our hands on because there's going to be a second wave of things that 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 uh, first responders desperately need and we have access to a lot of that stuff and that's where we've been very very, very successful like uh, disinfectants. Um, we've got a lot of disinfectant towels. Uh, we've got some, I got some face shields for uh, doctors. Oh, wow. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Toilet paper. I got, I got a lot of toilet paper. So, okay. <laughs> I have to, to ask get... the next question that's got to be on everyone's mind is wh- how do you have access to this stuff? What is um, your connection? Yes. Yes. Uh, I have a, uh, I have a friend that owns a warehouse that does importing, exporting, and he's been great at uh, sourcing all this stuff. So he's been uh, just letting me know what he can get. And then I go to his warehouse in Orange County and pick it up and pay for it through my nonprofit and they go distribute it accordingly. That is amazing. So um, which came first, like kind of chicken and egg? Did did your friend having this warehouse kind of spur your idea to start this? Or did you just come up with the idea and go like, how can we make this work? Well, so I, I've been doing uh, disaster response for the past six months. Um, uh, to oh, wow. I, I, I full time work at TV, but I but I uh, um, I w- had been working for this defense company in San Diego doing videos with them, and then they wanted to assess how some of their equipment was going to do in a disaster zone. So I, so I got deployed with this group of first responders in a disaster zone. Um, oh, wow! And, and ended up getting deployed to Abaco uh, in the Bahamas right after Hurricane Dorian with them. And ended up joining the group uh, and have been working with them ever since. But uh, um, when this hit, uh, I, uh, I'm still been working with them. But since we're all in different places around the world, we're all stretched thin. I was like, what can I do uh, to help? And I started going around to some of the nonprofits. And the nonprofits are great. Um, there wasn't really one set up uh, for this kind of response in a disaster okay. way. There's been a lot of individuals that are doing it. But there's not a specific nonprofit that's kind of been set up for this. So I figured I would just form my own and, uh, you know, just, just go, just get the ball rolling and start as quick as I can. That's <laughs> so amazing. Back. When did you, when did you start the ball rolling on this specifically? Cause this, uh, this happened, it feels like so suddenly, even though the virus was around a lot longer than before we were taking measures. 
Yeah, um, I, I was getting updates in uh, through my other uh, through the other nonprofit that I guess they're not they're an NGO who is a partners with the UN. So I was getting uh, I was getting updates with them for a long time, basically since I think end of January or mid January, and knew that this was going to be bad and knew that this was going to be hit. And I was just trying to figure out, you know, we were trying to figure out our response to it um, and how uh, that organization was going to play a role. And uh, then, you know, I, I really saw it hitting, you know, California, Los Angeles, the United States. And we kind of had put that on hold. And then I just decided to, you know, see what I could do to help. And that's how I, I started this. Oh, wow. So you just kind of like once you saw it really hitting here, you fully shifted your energy to focusing yeah. on how you could help. Um, really quick, you mentioned uh, NGO and nonprofit. Do you happen to know the difference between those or like? A little. Can you give a little summary? I've heard it's very hard yes. to start a nonprofit. It it, it is, and, and we're five hundred one C three or a three. Oh God, I'm dyslexic, so I'm going to five hundred one C three. Yeah, I know that day. one. Yes, five hundred one C three pending. Okay. Um, uh, NGO. It, it's pretty much the same thing, and I I might be butchering this. Um, I just know how to get things from point A to point B. But so <laughs> um, so I, I I apologize if I butcher this, but from my oh, understanding okay. of it. Uh, NGO is is it's more uh, 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 it's more uh, engineered towards working with governments and and that kind of stuff. So uh, it's a okay, okay. organization, but so we're uh, that's what we are more geared towards is is doing uh, you know first response or disaster stuff. You know. Okay. And uh, you know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no no go ahead. Uh, with that being said, you know we have a mission of just you know uh, flattening the curve basically, which is what our name is, and we're doing that in a number of different ways. However, in these kinds of situations, uh, I found we just we'll just switch to whatever was within our capability to help the most. If that makes sense. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, so it it makes sense. Just whatever you guys at the time can do more of, you're doing, uh, and. With medical grade masks, uh, you said there's like a definite shortage of those, right? There is a shortage of those, and um, they are, a lot of them come out of China, um, and so oh, okay. it's it's a little hard because there was also a lot of uh, like fake masks to come out of China as well, um, and oh, then. Wow. Uh, I know there's a so there's a great group in New York that's been sourcing them and we're all communicating and uh, um, you know I I have been there's a lot of people trying to get those masks right now. Um, Absolutely. We are, we are trying to get them, but also I don't want to be get in the mix of that and complicate it more. So of uh, like I've sent a lot of money to China. Hopefully they show up. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you're like, but who knows what the way things are? I'm sure yeah, was, everything's backed was, up and crazy. Was, yeah. That was a month ago. So, um, but yeah, the um, um, hopefully those showed up. But in the meantime, right now, we're just trying to get whatever we can get our hands on to the people who need it. So that's been Absolutely. really what we're on. You know, I, I, what's really driven me in this is that uh, my ex-girlfriend, who's, you know, ex is a bad term, but she's a lovely person. And she's <laughs> a doctor in New York. Uh, or a, a physician's assistant in New York at a hospital there and uh, got sick with the virus, is still sick with the virus wow. because she didn't have the uh, protective materials that she needed to fight it. So, um, oh so it's been a big inspiration for me um, on top of just, you know, doing disaster response before this and just really, really just, you know, seeing a, uh, a, a hole where that needed to be filled. Wow, that that's so incredible. Um, with... Uh, finding you, you mentioned that there's going to be a second wave of things needed. Are there stuff that like people should be getting ahead on donating? Like, what am I trying to ask you here? Um, as far as items most needed that you're seeing pop up for first responders, 
Is there anything specific that regular people could be donating or do you guys take donations? Yeah, we absolutely do take donations. So we, um, you know, disinfectant is going to be a big thing, obviously, but it's like the right disinfectant. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's like yeah. the stuff that's made of all natural oils and all that stuff is not going to kill the coronavirus. Um, oh, yeah, so- people are just sending you like jasmine essential oil. They're like, <laughs> it has great energy. Exactly. <laughs> this is not a virus that's going to be killed by crystals. So um, <laughs> I tried. So, we try, we, we've tried it. We've looked into it. It doesn't work. There, yeah, there's the a- crystals are not working, you guys. They failed us. Yeah, Sharon, it didn't work. <laughs> uh, so, LA. Uh, yeah, uh, there's also been, a, you know, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Um, um, I, what I like real disinfectants, like I have these basically disinfectant pods that I'm, I'm pretty sure they make nuclear weapons out of. They're very strong. <laughs> um, oh, wow. They're like Tide pods, but, but you can't eat them. Um, but also don't eat Tide pods. But, uh, <laughs> they just don't uh, taste as good. They just don't taste as good. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe for, maybe for a lot for, for a dinner, but not for breakfast. Um, no, do not eat, do not, they'll kill you. Um, yes. so yeah, but yeah, you, you basically, these pods, these tiny little pods that you put in a gallon of water. And um, it makes a gallon of really strong disinfectant, and you can put that wow. in spray stuff. And um, you know, you can't wash your hands with it because it's really strong. But it's been great for like ambulances and all that stuff. And um, and also, uh, you know, we've been getting these disinfectant towels that they've really needed. And you know, I had been uh, going around to different fire stations and police stations, and you'd be surprised how happy they are to have these because they're like, or we don't know if we have enough. And it's like if they run out oh, of disinfectant, wow. then it's like you know they put somebody in an ambulance who might be contaminated, and that might contaminate another person, and they might contaminate another person. Oh yeah, and then it spreads, and on top yeah. of people being sick, we're losing. Uh, you know, first responders, which, you know, exactly. thank goodness for them. I'm so grateful to have those people out there. Yeah. Uh, and there's even you- a big thing with them. Like if they get the virus, they're still interacting with people. Like I'll, I'll tell you my ex-girlfriend who is, uh, I hate using that term because I actually, she's one the one ex-girlfriend that I, I think is, I actually like, but uh, <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> um, and, and we only broke up cause she moved to New York, but, uh, so like, she's, <laughs> A good person, I love her, and I'm not saying my other exes aren't, but a few aren't. But uh, uh, <laughs> that happens to the best of us, honestly. Yes, yes, yes. I won't say who, though. But uh, uh, but yes, yeah, so, <laughs> you know uh, who you are. Exactly, you know who you are. Um, the uh, but yeah, so she um, she it took her a long time to get a test, right? And wow, the yeah. hospital understaffed that, like, while she was waiting to get tested, she was continuing to have to work. And oh my god. Know, and we're obviously taking a lot of precaution. I mean, that's not taking a precaution, but they were taking as many precautions as they could, and I think only needing using her as needed. But um, that's how kind of desperate the situation was there, where they're like, "Look, if you haven't tested positive, you you still got to work because we and we need your we need you to you know we need as many people as we can." Oh, absolutely, they're like so desperate for getting people on the floor with everything that's happening. It's just it's so overwhelming in New York, especially as kind of the epicenter of all of this in the states. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you deliver these packages and keep yourself safe? Um, you know, I, I have a I have a system in place uh, where you know it, it's hard. You you don't know because you can get it. You you try your best, but it's like you can get it and while doing everything you can to not get it. If that makes sense. 
Um, uh, so, it, I mean, unless you're just sitting in your apartment and have not had, I mean, if, if you're in the big brother house in Germany you're, that didn't know about it, you're probably not going to get it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, like if you're, I mean, even if you go down to check the mail, you could get it, you know, it's just like, there's no real way to protect yourself fully. However, there are measures you can take, uh, whether it be just not touching your face. And I'm sure everyone's heard this a million times, washing your hands as much oh, as you can, hand sanitizer. Absolutely. Um, you know, and just being conscious of like, you know, if you touch something to put on sanitizer or wash your hands afterwards and, you know, um, not go trying to eat a meal at a cheeseburger after that. Um, oh, uh, for sure. I've been eating a lot of, but, uh, uh, the, um, <laughs> this has not been good. I've not been good for my waistline this, this whole quarantine. I, <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's going one of two ways for most people. It's like, there's either people who are obsessively working out in their homes just cause they're going crazy with everything or yeah, there's you and me who yeah, I, I can't work out of my home because I live, or I can work out. I can't, I can't work out of my home because I, at my home, because I have a dog and a cat that won't let me. Um, so uh, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They, yeah. Um, yeah. I've so had yeah. A but, lot of uh, snacks. <laughs> it is hard. It is hard with that being said, it is hard to protect yourself. And, you know, like if I drop off a package to someone who's sick at home, right, this has kind of been my procedure. I have them text me a picture at the front of their house and I say, look, I'm going to drop it in these bushes right here and then go in my car. And then I text them when that when I'm in my car and then they come out and grab it and have virtually no interaction with them. Uh, if so, I'm dropping, yeah, it's like a weird drug drop off. <laughs> it, it is. It, it, it's kind of nostalgic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, youth. I've literally been putting like these Tide Pod things in paper in like plastic bags and like putting in my pocket and like doing deals and alleys with them, basically. Um, so <laughs> um, but no, I, I um, uh, but if I'm going to a hospital police station, it's it's a little tougher, you know, because it's like you have to go and kind of deliver that to them. And um, you also kind of kind of talk to them a little bit about what they need and all that stuff. But with that being said, you know, I, I have gloves and all that stuff and have been taking the correct precautions. And what, what has been hard with that is that I've been doing it all personally because um, I, I come home to a dog and a cat every night <laughs> and I, I, I just don't want to put somebody out there who may come home to their parents or somebody else who could spread it. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so this has kind of been like a one man show for now. At least the delivery part. I have a great team with me. Uh, so I have, I have a great okay. team with me. Um, I, I actually have somebody that, that uh, one of my high school friends, actually, um, who has been helping me with, with deliveries today for the first time, who's been amazing. Um, and I have... That's uh, so great. Yeah, I have Ellie, who, who you've met. Uh, and then I have... I have uh, yes. I have my the warehouse that I'm working with who's been amazing. They're they're called American Warehouse in uh, Orange County, and they've been absolutely amazing at getting this stuff. And... Uh, um, really great to work with and not, you know, if we if we have to pay for it, they're giving to us at, at cost or under cost. And, you know, they've been oh, really, that's really so good. great. Yeah. That's so, they've, so great that they're doing that. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're, um, yeah. Uh, so when you start when you started this was your did you start knowing you were going to try to go to both first responders and people in need, or was there one before the other? Because you go uh, to people who are like six house, you're bringing them care packages, correct? Yeah, you know, I kind of just start when I first, well, I, well, I first when I first actually just kind of started assessing, you know, kind of what the needs were. I was kind of just doing what 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 else, whatever need people needed, and I was doing it just on my own. Like I was bringing, I was bringing some people packages, but also uh, also talking to uh, different uh, first responder agencies and my friends in New York and kind of saw what what had happened in New York and um, um, how 
they could have maybe not that they could have avoided it, but maybe there could have been a way to curb it a little better and they could have been a slightly more prepared. And I'm not saying I'm making a huge difference, but I mean, making a point zero 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 one percent difference in you know, any kind of difference I think helps. So, um, oh, yeah, right now, especially it's yeah. every little bit counts. Totally. So, um, so that kind of just led me to be like, look, these, we need to keep people at home who are sick, right? Because we can't have them or their caretakers going out to the grocery store and, and interacting with people. Uh, we Absolutely. need to get uh, first responders the protective gear and uh, disinfectant products and sanitizer that they need. Uh, so they can not only can they protect themselves, but they can protect other people who they might come in contact with uh, and like and, you know, hospitals as well. So, um, uh, you know, a part of the reason why I've been doing a lot of it myself is but, uh, the field work myself. I'm not saying I have a huge team, a great team, but uh, why I've been doing the field work myself is because I just want to don't want to become part of the problem that's spreading it around, you know, and at least I can confidently yeah. know that I come, I'm coming home and tr- doing my best. And not that I, there's the people I don't trust who do that, but I, I know in my head just for, you know, that sake uh, that I'm that I'm t- doing well, everything yeah. I can. So. And there's not like another person in your house who's then going to go out. So you're just exactly. taking extra precautions. Exactly. Uh, exactly. For the houses you go to, how do you find out about these uh, people who uh, have either tested positive or are sick who can use your help? How are you finding yeah. out? Um, well, people have called us. Uh, we have a, like an 88 number that we've been, you know, we've been trying to advertise that, you know, as much as we're trying to, you know, we need to raise funding to do this because this is virtually uh, like 50% out of pocket for me, which is fine, but it, like, I, can't, I don't know how much I can sustain that. Um, oh, yeah. but, uh, but we're also, you know, as much as we're doing stuff like this, it's really to raise awareness of how people can get a hold of us if they need help. Um, so we are, only serving LA. However, I have had calls from people. Like I had a call last night from somebody in Boston who is really sick, and I'm like, I, I can't turn them down, so I'm just going to mail them something. Um, uh, I don't wow, encourage it, but 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 yeah. um, but, uh, but yeah. I mean, if somebody calls me from somewhere else, you know, I'll do whatever I can to try to help. So, is and, uh, there any? Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Just is there any ideas or suggestions for if someone wanted to try to start helping out in another city, something they could do to get the ball rolling? Do you have any advice for something like that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, here's the thing is like, yes, every but there's a lot of people out there, companies, individuals who are gunning for these masks. And it's a little it's getting a little messy. So, you know, the more people kind of chime in on that kind of things, it, it can tend to get a little messy. Um, but as far as helping, I mean, the biggest way that people can help too, is just like, you know, like what we do too, is we check in on a lot of people and just say, are you okay? Do you need anything? And, uh, just as far as like from a mental health perspective and like, you know, we're all quarantined and you'd be surprised how far that goes. So I think, um, what I've learned in this is that even though we're all quarantined in our different areas, like I felt closer to some people than I've ever felt before, um, because well, first off, we're going through this together, but also it's just like checking in. How you doing? And da da da. And it's like when people do that, and when people do that to me, like it just shows people that you care. And I think that that goes a lot further than people think. Absolutely, yeah. There's people who I was just kind of distantly friends with, who I think one way or another we've become closer just from the check-ins and stuff. It's a very unique time, but it, it definitely yeah. is good to. Yeah, to be doing those check-ins on your friends. You know, me- mental health can get overlooked in this kind of things, and a lot of areas can get over not overlooked, but just because the the the, the COVID nineteen is is such a huge thing that's happening right now. You know, there are still people who have other issues. You know, uh, and making sure that they have the help they need. You know, 
Um, so, uh, uh, I guess that's issue dependent, but, uh, <laughs> you know, if it's mental health, <laughs> a lot of it is just checking in on somebody and making sure they're okay. So absolutely. And, and doing check-ins with yourself and, exactly. and, you know, reaching exactly. out if you feel like that's a thing. I mean, it's obviously when you're struggling with mental health, reaching out is such a yeah. uh, horseshit piece of advice, but, yeah, but, <laughs> if but, you, but if you know, if you are feeling sick, like the best thing you can do is ask for help and not go have to yes. go outside. You know, ask you ask somebody to drop something off for you. You know, ask somebody to you know distance yourself as much as you can, but also reach out to your friends and you know see if they can help you. Or or if you're at risk and you're you know you might have pre-existing you know con- conditions that might uh, that might you know not mix well with coronavirus. Um, yes. Then uh, then you uh, then then you know limit yourself as much as you can to going out. You know, I, I've seen grocery stores that are like in LA and I don't know if you've seen the same thing uh, where it's just like there's lines around the block because they're only letting in a few people at a time but it does yes. kind of contradict <laughs> the whole thing yeah. it doesn't yeah, matter if you're inside like, or outside you can still catch it yeah so. it's like such a long <laughs> line too and then it's like yeah. in theory people are keeping six feet apart but then someone yeah. brushes by you or who knows yeah. like how yeah. much in the air it is and it's you just do the best you can yeah um, uh, so i think i went off on a tangent but to answer your question I, I think the best thing that people can do individually is just help those who are most in need you know and and who are most yes. at risk and if, if it's someone who can't get food who is sick or, or or just should not be going outside maybe drop off some food for them if you can or make sure or just check in on them and make sure they have everything they can and just try to limit how, how often they're they're outside and exposed Yes, definitely. Like the word social distancing, I think, has made some weird ideas for people's head, but physical distancing, keeping yourself away from others. And then, yes, definitely check in on especially your friends who, you know, have pre-existing conditions. If you know someone who's feeling sick. Yeah. And also, I'll say, if if you're feeling sick, don't just get up and go to the doctor. Call your doctor and um, they will. They will either facilitate you, you know, coming in or they'll facilitate you getting a test, which is very unlikely. It's very hard to get a test right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, they'll so probably crazy. be. But the worst I mean, the worst thing to do right now is to go, have to go to a hospital or doctor's office, because if you don't have COVID, you could be exposed to it there. And if you do have it, you could be exposing it to people there. So um, so call your doctor. Uh, I'm not a doctor to tell you what to do, oh, but yeah, call, absolutely. Call, but I could tell you to call your doctor, and there are doctors out there that will help. So, and we'll tell we'll tell you absolutely. what to do. Oh yeah, because you don't want to catch this going in for something else, or like I'm wondering how much like hypochondria is being ramped up versus being curbed from this for like how many people are going actually i don't think there is anything wrong with me i'm fine oh i've <laughs> noticed it ramping up i have people calling me saying like my face Same. is itchy and like oh i got the virus i'm like that's not a that's not a side effect of it you're fine oh, oh yeah it's because you're telling yourself i'm gonna be the person <laughs> yeah no i'm gonna be the person who thinks i have the virus because it's gas and then that's exactly. just gonna be exactly. like you this isn't even a all. symptom <laughs> That I get exactly that I get from like my neighbors and stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm not going to tell you you don't have it, take it seriously, but you pr- probably don't, and but still quarantine yourself, just in case. <laughs> yeah, just stay away and and hydrate and do your best. Yeah, just assume you have it, but don't go crazy overthinking you do. Um, absolutely, absolutely, and um. God, this has been so much information. How can, so obviously this is LA only, but how can people, are you, do you want to share that number for people in the LA yeah, area who might need well, it? I'll tell you the best way to find, 
um, uh, so just to go to our website, um, um, and it has all the info there. Um, so the best way to find us is go to ftcngo.org. Um, or they can call call us at our uh, aid line at 888-492-4987. And, you know, look, we, we've been getting, we're a small operation. We've been getting a lot of calls. So there are times when we might not be able to help. But I, I can promise you that we'll, we will take every call seriously and do our best to help. And we will work our hardest to help. But I can't promise that we'll always have stuff right away to help people with. So Yeah, because it's a small shop. You guys are doing the best you can. And obviously... Yeah. Uh, donations are appreciated. Can people donate directly on the yeah, website? Yeah. So go to the website. You you can uh, you can donate through the website. There's a donate button um, that leads you to a GoFundMe um, that uh, um, that 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 people can donate on. And you know we've been able to do a lot uh, with a very small amount of money. So I think uh, relatively small amount of money. So I think with with with, with the, this for me too has been me proving to myself what can be done because I don't just want to take donations and be like, Oh, well, what am I going to do with this? You know, I have yeah. starting out with that all money, money and seeing what we could do with that is it gives me confidence in with, with, you know, with a lot of money or not a lot of money, but with more money, the more money that comes in, the some more help we'll be able to give. And a hundred percent, we're all volunteers. We're a hundred percent of the money is going towards um, the aid. Uh, so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a volunteer. Everybody's a volunteer. Um, That's it's only amazing. going. Yeah. So, um, well, God, uh, thank you for doing this. And, um, thank you. this I, is not, you know, people keep thinking this is like not about me or anybody else in my org. This is about just getting the people protection. You know what I mean? That's just, okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's, it's just all trying to help the people, which is, I think what we need most right now is active help versus, you know, like celebrities singing, imagine into a fucking alone <laughs> camera. Exactly. Um, so thank you. Thank you for actually stepping up and doing something and yeah. uh, taking some time. I'm sure you're crazy busy doing this, taking some time to speak with me and get the word out. And I will, um, of course, put this out right away. Everyone listening, please go donate if you can help however you can. And um, is there any anything else that you want to add? I mean, I think I think that's about it. Um, uh, I uh, yeah, I, I think I think that is about it. But I, I think the best thing we can do right now is just you know, is 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 to not feel so isolated and care about each other. You know, Absolutely. Uh, like like I think that well, that is what you know. Obviously, don't go out and party with with your friends, but like call your friends and ask how they're doing. And like, I think that's so, so, so important. Call your family, ask how you're doing, call the person you hate, call your ex-girlfriend or boyfriend that you hate, see how they're doing. Uh, unless it's a couple, <laughs> you know times. who you are. Yes. <laughs> there's a few that, no, that they're not, they're not getting calls, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, it's call people just, you know, I think this is a really, uh, and not, I'm not going to say opportunity cause that's the wrong word, but it's, it is an opportunity to connect with people, even though we are social distancing. So yes, it's like should. a, it's the best time to reach out, yeah. come together separately. <laughs> exactly. And I think there's a, there, there is light at the end of the tunnel where, um, after this horrible thing is over, maybe we can come out caring about each other more. So absolutely. That's, that's, that's the silver lining. Best way to look at it. Well, thank you for joining me, Adam. Uh, I really appreciate you. Jessica, it was such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye idiots. Well, there you go. Adam Ryder with flatten the curve, a thing that we should all be working toward. Try to flatten that curve, stay inside, cover your face, do the right thing. Don't be a fucking idiot. Honestly, if you're someone going like, that's it, it's not that bad. You're, you're dumb, and I don't care if you stop listening to this. In fact, like, what are you doing? If just, just fucking, you don't know where you need to be is so important. 
stay inside, you know, unless you have to work and then Godspeed. And I am feeling you on that. And we appreciate what you are doing for everyone in this crazy time. So thank you to those people who are still trucking away. And, uh, we love you. And especially our our first responders and, and people, you know, and all the necessary things that had to stay open, keeping us afloat. And thank you as well to John, Greg, Jean, Kathy, Terry, uh, Dustin. You guys uh, are my League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon. I just got distracted. Uh, guess who didn't have their neural gum today? Ha 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 ha. Um, and uh, you keep these uplo- episodes flowing. I'm grateful for you and your friendship. And I know I say that every episode, but I mean it. If you like the podcast and you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give me a rating and a review on iTunes. It's all I have left. I have nothing. I'm dying. Please, God, I'm not dying. That feels like a real dismissive thing to say when people are dropping like flies. Um, Share the podcast with your friends because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. And if you want to join the League of Extraordinary Idiots and get cool postcards from me on the road or bonus content for as little as a dollar, patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. Yeah. Please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They're just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. If you have any additional questions for Adam, you want to suggest a guest, a topic you'd like covered, head on over to that Facebook group. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots. Get in there. Get in the mix. You'll get asked a question when you're joining the Facebook group. Uh, Say you're joining because you like the podcast. There are people sitting there that I haven't allowed in because they didn't answer the one fucking question. It's not that hard. Uh, Keep giving suggestions. Keep asking questions because the more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Uh, Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. Mm, See you soon, idiots.